Hey everyone, this is Beth. And this is Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast, where we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Well, last week, we started a series on superpowers, blind spots, and mirroring moments. So Jeff, why don't you catch us up on last week's episode? Well, what we talked about, uh, one, we shared what our earliest uh, Halloween costume was. Yeah, that was really fun. Uh, Beth was Raggedy Ann. I was Gene Simmons. <laughs> Clearly, one is more cooler than the other. I think Gene Simmons bit the head off of Raggedy I Ann. Think so. <laughs> Probably did. Um, but we talked about the idea that we, like superheroes, have a story, an origin story about what it looked like growing up our, in our family through the lens of our type. We also face certain obstacles and hardships and tragedy, and we face those seeing them through the lens of our type. And so we carry both this tremendous gift as a type, but yet we also recognize that there's a burden to it. Um, there are some hardships that we faced with it. But the good news is this, is that he who began a good work in us is going to carry it unto completion. And we find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul, being the gifted uh, servant that he was, there was a particular thorn or weakness in his life. And although he prayed to have it removed, God intended to use that a gift as an instrument uh, for his purposes in Paul's life. And so Paul began to recognize that he would boast all the more proudly because of, over his weaknesses, because he knew that Christ's power would rest on him. And so we will experience both the blessing and the burden of our type. And so we'll have the superpower and the blind spot that go with our gift for our type. And though, although we may have contempt towards our gifts, the reality is that God delights over us and intends to use us for His purposes in the lives of other people and in our own personal lives. So last episode, we went through type nines, eights, and sevens. And so we're going to pick up at type six. Yeah, we're going backwards this time, guys. So Beth, let's jump back in on type six. All right, type sixes. So for you, you have incredible superpowers. First and foremost that I want to point out is courage. Sixes are the most courageous on the Enneagram. And you might be thinking, no, I have a lot of anxiety and fear. True. But each and every day you rise above that anxiety and fear and you move into life. You're also trustworthy, loyal, thoughtful, warm, and dutiful. You have this amazing ability to see all the possible dangers that lie ahead and to formulate a plan, a plan that can help people to navigate around those problem spots and to keep people safe, whether relationally or even physically. So I hope that what you guys are hearing is that you have amazing superpowers and that during difficult times, you are some of the best people to be around because you've already thought through what needs to happen. You can have this real steady presence in helping to navigate people through it. But you also have a blind spot. And for sixes, your blind spot, you might actually magnify dangers and negative outcomes. Now, for you, you're probably thinking, no, I'm just looking at reality. But in fact, there are times where you can magnify it unnecessarily and bringing too much fear and anxiety to a particular situation. You might feel the need to have certainty to the point where you're controlling and overprotective. 
this then kind of cascades into more self-doubt, more questions, and then also questioning your own allies, which can then ultimately cause your actual fear of abandonment. Well, the mirror moment for the type six, when all seems lost, there'll be a decision that you'll have to make. Uh, You could be using some of your heart and your mind, your imagination uh, to attune to all the fantasies that come from your anxiety. And when everything seems lost, you either attune to those things or the guidance that comes through the Holy Spirit, which can help to reclaim your faith. You trust that God's on your side and is working all things out for good in the end. And it enables you to quiet your inner committee and reestablish healthy relationships. Letting go of your need for certainty, you're able to, by faith, confidently move forward in life, trusting in the guidance that the Spirit gives you within. And what's really amazing, I would say, Jeff, you know, just from an Enneagram uh, coach perspective, but also from a person who's surrounded by sixes, you, my son, my mom, is that sixes have great discernment, but they don't trust their own discernment. You know, they think they have to look outside themselves, but a great gift that you guys have is that discernment and to listen to Holy Spirit as He guides you versus the inner committee that might derail you. All right, type fives, let's jump into your superpower. Now for you guys, you are the observers of the world. You are perceptive, curious, and you love to gain wisdom and to impart wisdom to others. Now, you also will notice what others might miss, intellectually speaking, and also just little bits of information that can really make a big difference. And during difficult times, you are great at bringing a wide range of information and knowledge to develop new ideas, strategies, and even original new innovations that can benefit the world that no one has ever thought of before. But the blind spots that you can have is that you fear scarcity so much that you want to push others aside, to withdraw, to come back into your mind and to think and conceptualize alone. You feel that others are going to deplete you so much of your inner resources that you're not going to be able to come back out with the resources that you want to give the world. And so that need for privacy, that need for time alone can actually cause more separation with the very people that can give you more abundance in your life. Well, when all seems lost and you come to the place in your life where you recognize that you'll never know enough, there'll never be enough time for you to find withdrawn from relationships in order to finally feel recharged enough, resourced enough in order to engage with your world. But it's in that moment that you'll also be reminded that Christ takes care of your needs and replenishes your energy. And aware of the abundance that you already have in Christ, you reconnect with your heart, your body, and with people. And it gives you purpose and meaning with your knowledge and allows you to use your intellectual gifts for the greater good. When I think about type fives, Jeff, I think about, you know, my uncle and how it's so fun um, when we're together as a family, because I will think ahead of time, what is there that I want to know about? And I'm like, we're talking like anything. And when I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to know, but more about, let's say A, B, C, and D. Well, let me ask Uncle Carl, maybe he'll know something. And then all of a sudden I'll ask him a question and he already is an encyclopedia on a topic that's not in his field, but he has so much depth of information. 
And it's amazing how he can bring forth that information to really to bless me on something that I wasn't sure I could get the information on it. Well, and I noticed that during this season, during the pandemic, he's been a tremendous resource because uh, he will absorb all the information coming out from the different organizations uh, and to really provide guidance and wisdom for our family and trying to understand uh, what's happening in regards to the pandemic. It's been a tremendous gift. So it's not just him withdrawing, trying to understand it, but he actually moved towards his family with that gift. Yep, absolutely. All right, type fours, your superpower is the gift of being authentic, being yourself, expressing yourself in a very deep and special way that others get to see and experience. You can bring forth beauty and understanding of the world with all of its wide range of emotions and experiences, and you don't run away from suffering. In fact, you will sit with those that are suffering and help them to walk through their complicated and weary feelings of sorrow and grief. This is such a gift to the world because there are so many personality types that want to avoid these deeper and harder emotions, but you can be patient and long-suffering along with those that suffer. But a blind spot that you can have is that sometimes you feel like you're too ordinary and that You need to get away into your own imaginations and fantasies of what life could be like. This uh, person, this idealistic self that you see. But what happens is that you can drown in negative emotions thinking that you're not there yet. You are longing for what you don't have, which can actually bring about a sense of being moody, withdrawn, temperamental, and harsh self-talk. And this can cascade into the feeling, the false belief that you don't belong and that no one is going to understand you. You know, Bethany, it reminds me as this relates to the mirror moment when in the superhero movies, the X-Men, that all of these young adults and all these people, they're mutants, they're outsiders, uh, they're not understood. And yet it's by going to Dr. Xavier, learning about their gift, finding community, and then re-engaging with the community so that they can bring their gifts uh, to help and to protect. So for fours, when all seems lost, you can either attune to being different, to being separate, or you can be reminded that God loves you, understands you, and has created you to be you, special and unique. This helps you to let go of envy, to connect with people, to step out of your imaginations and into reality. The world that you once thought ordinary is now full of beauty. You offer others your creativity, your deep emotions, inspiring them to make the world a better place. Yeah, when I think of type four, I think, Jeff, of um, some of our friends back in Illinois, and how they would sit with us for hours, letting us talk about our emotions and what we're experiencing, and just being there, just being present, not trying to fix, not trying to change, but truly listening to our heart and being comfortable in that space. I just feel like in some ways that brought more change to my life than most things I've experienced. Yeah, I would agree with that. Those are really special moments. All right, type threes, let's jump into your superpower. Now, threes, you are very determined, accomplished, and adaptable. When you see that there's a goal up ahead that others might think, ah, I don't know if I can achieve that. I don't know if I can do that. You will, with confidence, see what you need to put forth, the list, the goals, the mission statements, to make sure that that gets accomplished. And you do it with what looks like such ease. 
Like, I really don't even know how you guys do it so well. But during difficult times, your optimism also helps others. It's infectious to others where they can start to believe and have confidence in themselves. So they go, they work, they build their own life. So you guys can be some of the greatest team builders out there when you are others, cheerleaders and supporters. But the blind spot that you might experience is that you deceive yourself into the belief that you're only your accomplishments, which makes you run ragged, right? You got to get the next accomplishment, the next achievement. You have to put on a polished, successful persona in front of others so that others will admire you. This is exhausting. It wears you out. And in doing so, you are going to forget your true self and become out of tune with your own emotions. And in this place, you work tirelessly to outrun the failures that haunt you. You know, I'm reminded of Spider-Man with Peter Parker, who uh, early once he had his gift, he had let a particular uh, criminal go and that ended up harming one of his family members, his grandfather. And that mistake stuck with him and it built the refrain of with great strength with great power comes tremendous responsibility. Well, there's going to be a moment, Threes, where you're going to need to face the truth of of your potential failure. And you can either run or try to outrun the potential of failures. But in order for you to exert the gift that God has given you, you'll need to pause long enough to reconnect with yourself and to connect with God. Then you'll be reminded that you are loved and valued for who you are, not just for your successes. You'll become a humble, honest team player and a true champion of others. And you'll use your many talents to achieve for the greater good. Now, it's not always going to be perfect, but it will accomplish God's perfect plan for your life and for the for others. And when I think of threes, I think of Charlie, our dear friend and realtor, <laughs> who has tirelessly helped us to get the home that we long for, to make sure that it's done well and done right, and to be kind of an advocate for us, to be out there making sure everything is done the way it needs to be done. But he also does it in a way that champions us. And I feel so safe knowing that he is knocking it out of the park. All right, type twos, let's dive into your superpowers. So twos, you are the nurturers of the world, the ones that care, support, and are generous. You have this incredible superpower of intuition. This helps you to discover the needs and the feelings of others. And not only that, but you have this sense, this knowing of how to meet those needs and how to help those emotions. So during difficult times, you make sure people are prioritized, that they feel loved and cared for. But you also have a blind spot. See, you're burdened by the need to care for everyone. But in this, you ignore your own needs. And for this unhealthy place, you try to fulfill the longings that you have for love and appreciation by pridefully inserting yourself into other people's lives and at times violating boundaries. And then what you'll notice is by violating those boundaries, people will start to pull away. And in this place, you feel unloved and rejected. 
Well, type twos, you're going to face a mirror moment by in God's kindness where you're going to confront something that you're not able to fix and that it's going to bring you to a place either you can double down on your efforts and press in and insert your presence where it's going to come to your diminishment and at the harm of the person that you're actually trying to help. Or in that moment when all hope seems lost, you'll be reminded that it's not selfish seek care and comfort from Christ. Christ himself modeled self-care, and by meeting your needs, you can better discern who to help and create appropriate boundaries. Your relationships are no longer codependent where you're trying to get life through serving, but actually you're giving life as you are serving, and you bring the world love and care that it so desperately needs. Well, when I think of type twos in our life, Jeff, of course, I instantly think of Libby, our daughter, and how she has this amazing ability to know exactly what someone is needing, the kind of support, the kind of words, the kind of love that they so desire, and to be able to bring it to them in that very special way where they do feel nurtured and cared for in love. It's really a significant superpower. All right, so type ones, let's dive into your superpower. Type ones, you have the ability to see what is right, what is good, and the way things should be. You are conscientious, ethical. You also are very self-disciplined. And in wanting to improve yourself and the world around you, you will point out injustices and to make sure that you or others work to fix them. And we need that, right? Like we can't have our cities go awry and our roads and all the things that could happen if someone isn't saying this isn't right. We need that. And during difficult times, you can demonstrate Christ-like patience while remaining moral and responsible. Now, the blind spots type ones that you can fall into is that you have very black and white thinking, and this can blind you from seeing the gray areas. You think that things must be this way or that way, right and good, and you can become very self-critical or nitpicky of others to make sure that the things that you see are not right become right. But also, your inner critic demands that you work and you not play. This brings up a lot of resentment inside yourself that spills over into your relationships because you don't understand why others are not being responsible and dutiful. And this can cause division and misunderstanding within your relationships. Well, by God's grace, type ones, he's going to bring a mirroring moment for you that's going to highlight your particular blind spot. And that is that you think you're right that you think you know what's right for people and that you know what's right uh, for your community. And you'll have the option to whether to double down on that effort to take matters into your own hands and do what you believe is right, or to yield your heart to the reality that Christ has come to make things right. He is the one who is redeeming all things. And that this truth enables you to reclaim patience to quiet your inner critic, to find common ground with others. Letting go of perfectionism, you actually become more compassionate, serving the world with gentleness, with integrity and wisdom. 
And rather being an extension of your berating inner critic, you actually become a gracious, kind, full of mercy and good fruit mentor that leads people into wisdom, redeeming what was lost. And when I think of uh, type one in my life, I think of one of our endorsed coaches, Vanessa, and the warmth that she brings, the nurturing aspect, but with this precision, this ability to see what is right, what words to bring into another person's life that will bring life and fullness. So I hope that what you guys are hearing is that we can easily miss our blind spots And again, we're not wanting you to just wallow or have self-condemnation and shame in looking at blind spots. But what we want is for us to see Christ, to be able to grow and learn and understanding when those blind spots come up to recognize them, and then to pause and to learn and to grow through those blind spots. There's a great uh, quote that Beth and I have come to appreciate. Uh, it's one of uh, it's in one of Brene Brown's books. I can't remember the actual person who who wrote it, but the idea is this: that the treasure you seek is in the cave you fear. You need not fear the blind spots because that's where the treasure is. That's where the hope is. That's where renewal and understanding of all that our Heavenly Father is for us in the person and work of Jesus Christ now applied to our lives through the Holy Spirit. And so run into the world, engage with the world, recognizing that there's going to be increasing opportunities for you to trust Jesus and for Him to use you as an instrument of His peace in anxious times such as these. We're so glad that you stopped by to listen in on this second episode regarding superpowers, superheroes, and blind spots. We hope that it's been beneficial for And if you haven't yet, be sure to go follow us on Instagram or Facebook so you can find out more information about who we are at Your Enneagram Coach and how we can help you to experience and know the unconditional love that is found in Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening, everyone.